This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR. A different existential threat to Ukraine, population decline. This is the State of Ukraine from NPR News. When the war in Ukraine finally ends, the country will need a lot of money to rebuild. But they'll need something else that's in short supply. People. Even before the war, the population in Ukraine had been declining for decades. That's due to high mortality, high immigration, and one of the lowest birth rates in the world. And Pierre's Alyssa Nadwerny reports that solving the problem of Ukraine's demographics may be an even bigger challenge than winning the war. At a maternity hospital in western Kyiv, newborn baby cries echo across the long hallways, with portraits of newborns hanging on the walls. Dr. Yulia Hoda, who helps run the hospital, points out the empty baby beds in the hallways. The number of babies being born here at this hospital and across Ukraine has been cut in half since the start of the Russian invasion in 2022. This makes sense. There is a war going on. Partners are separated. More than 8 million people fled the country. But Dr. Hoda says even before the war, social and economic instability were driving the birth rate down here in Ukraine. Globally, Ukraine is just a very unique country. Brianna Pirelli-Harris is a professor of demography who studies fertility rates in Ukraine. It's the only country on the planet which had very low fertility and this kind of new modern outlook and then a war. <laughs> Research shows that to keep a population steady, it's necessary to have an average of about two babies per family, known as a replacement rate. In Ukraine, fertility rates have been well below that since the 1990s. Birth rates matter because the size of a population matters. Fewer people means a smaller labor force, fewer taxes to fund a government, which could make it far more difficult to rebuild the country after the war with Russia ends. So why were people not having more babies even before the war? There's a a pretty strong one-child norm in Ukraine where People really want to have one child. And then the real question was between having a second or even a third. It's a question Mikita Sitnov and his wife, Ala Pak, have wrestled with for years. They have a son who is seven, and they're not planning on having more, despite ongoing pressure from relatives. Now I just think, okay, I have my kids, thanks God, but yeah, I'm not sure that I'm ready to go through this one more time. Mostly this decision today is uh, about the security and uh, future. Which has been tenuous at best over the last decade in Ukraine. First with the 2014 annexation of Crimea and fighting along the country's eastern border. And then last year with Russia's full-scale invasion. There is a constant thought that you wouldn't like your kids to uh, run and hide as soon as they hear the siren. Or you don't want your kid to grow up in the environment where they have to spend half of their school day uh, in a bomb shelter. Mikita says long before last year, most of his friends weren't planning on having more or any kids. But there are people who are giving birth, despite the war. 
back in that maternity hospital in Kyiv, there's a class for expecting families. Just four couples are enrolled, learning to swaddle plastic babies. Oleksandra Bilova and her husband Andri felt having a baby was an important act of perseverance and defiance. Uh, it's our nation, it's our future, and it's our love. If we will think about something that's going to happen, uh, we will never live normal life. It hasn't been easy to be pregnant for the first time under constant air raids and power outages. It's awful. Uh, actually, it's very awful. But when she thinks about what she's doing, she thinks about the future of her country. When baby's born and when... Women, uh, when women uh, are getting pregnant, it means that everything is going to be okay, it seems to me. It would also mean Ukraine would have a chance to keep developing and growing. Alyssa Nadworny, NPR News, Kyiv. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back to this feed for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash on investing or wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. In this country, some truths aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts.